Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Hello, everyone. It is good to have you back. My name is Joseph Langlois, and this week we're discussing the original Jumanji. My name is Ray Geroso, and I've seen this movie maybe once. Maybe once and a half. It's it's dicey. It's dicey. Ha. I can't. We can't do this. I'm really excited because I have a new recording setup, and I'm curious as to what it's going to sound like, because this is the Ooh. first thing that I'm recording with it. Well, give me a good ha, and I can give you a good gauge. Ha. Okay. Ha. I could feel the warm air go into my face. You could feel the warm air go into the pop filter, and then out of it, and then into it again, and then out of it, and then through the foam condenser or whatever the heck i don't know what these exactly just like the water cycle it got filtered twice this voice is twice filtered for your listening pleasure is this what is this what you're supposed to sound like at peak joe capacity i've never at peak joe capacity ray tell me about the film jumanji jumanji is a seminal film of our time starring robin williams Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it so rest in peace Rest in peace, yes. Uh, I, I guess I'll give you a little summary of what the movie's about and then what, what it's actually about at, at its core. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. The themes let's, yeah, and let's, what it let's, means. Let's, but... let's get through the plot first or some characters, details of what the tangible things that happen in the movie. A boy gets hit by his dad. Okay. And then he, and then he has a friend over and his lip is cut, I think. Right. And then they play Jumanji in the attic. And he gets sucked into the game. And then like 25 years later, some other kids are there. And they find Jumanji in the attic and they start playing. Yeah. And then a wild... And then some weird stuff happens. You're like, Jumanji, magic, supernatural stuff. Like, Uh there's a snake or something. Nothing wild. And then... Like a snake appears? Yeah. And then they're like, eh... Yeah, they get snake eyes, and then a snake appears. Okay. Probably. Probably. And that, so the point is, they there's a board, and you have to get to the end. Mm-hmm. And with every dice roll, there's a, like a catch that, that they have, to, there's like an event that they have to do and succeed at, and they get to move if they succeed. And uh, at some point, adult Robin Williams shows up as a, a wild man. Right, and this and is the boy that... Got his this cut. is the boy. Yes, the he's boy. the boy. He's a grown up now, mm-hmm. and he's a little crazed, a little bit, little, little on edge. Yeah. And, and then, uh, he reunites with his friend, his his female friend from when they were young, and it turns out the game was going on the whole time, mm-hmm. and they have to beat Jumanji or else everything will die, right. and the jungle will take over. The jungle will take over. So the jungle, the jungle is a is the villain of the movie. Like is is a malevolent no. force. 
No, the jungle is part of the game. It's an event in the game. The jungle appears. Okay. Um, and so it's these four players. It's two kids and Robin Williams and his, his female friend. I have no idea who the actors are aside from What are Robin their names, Williams. the character names? There's... I almost said Lizzie again. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, uh, I mean, it could be Lizzie. It's a common enough occurrence, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go with Susan. Susan. All right. That's powerful. But like it's that. it's short and cute like Susie, but she goes by Susan now that she's an adult. So Also, she wears a periwinkle blouse that okay. stands out to me for some reason okay. as a memory. Mm-hmm. And then there's two kids, Jody and Jody. <laughs> That's not what their <laughs> names are. The, the boy's name is Jody. Mm-hmm. His sister name is Sarah. Okay. Sarah. Susan and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then... that's not confusing. No. Mm-mm. Where um, does the film take place? What's yeah, the setting? It's, it's, um, have you ever seen... Okay, so I don't have an exact location, but I get a feeling from it. Can I explain it to you? Sure, yeah. Have you ever seen Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost? Yes. And have you seen any Stephen King movie? Like Seaside, Grey, yeah, Little yeah, Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the, the, a mixture of those two is where this takes place. Okay. It's just a small little town, nice and nice and gray, maybe seaside, not really not really clear. Are the Hex girls in this movie? No, unfortunately. Okay. They were busy on tour. Mhm. Mhm. I want to watch Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost now. Can we do that? Please. No. We have to We have to do our business. We have to do our job, right? Fun before pleasure. No, wait. Um, business before pleasure. Business before pleasure. Lunar Lake's going to fire us if we don't cover this movie. Everyone's been asking for it. Every single person out there has mm-hmm. been asking for us to cover Jomanji. I'm, like, I'm kind of bummed because, like, you're... As far as I remember, you're hitting on all sixes. There are a couple of discrepancies, I would say, so far that I can recall. Um, Well, I wasn't kidding when I said I feel like I've seen it once or twice. I mm -hmm. remember it fondly, but it's been, like, 15 years since Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Now, I do want to talk about a few more characters. Okay, hit me. Uh, You you look like you had a question for me. Well, no, I mean, the more details you can give me, the more I have to work with. Um... Robin Williams' character, I don't think he has a name, first of all. Yeah, okay, just Jungle just Boy. Just boy. Just boy, and now man. It's it's Sarah... No, Susan is the the elder woman. Yes. The, the older woman, and mm-hmm. and she was friends with Jungle Boy. Yep. Who became Jungle Boy. Yeah. And then there's the younger generation is... Right. Jody. Sarah and Jody. Sarah and Jody, and Susan and Jungle Boy. I just realized Jody is the name of the boy from Spy Kids. That's what I just did, oh. wasn't it? I don't think hmm, it is. So Maybe it is. I, Who knows? I don't know. We'll find out Maybe we'll do Spy, Spy Kids. Kids one day. Mm. I know that Emily Osment's in Spy Kids, and she does ballet. <laughs> I, I literally can't remember if Jody is the name of the the boy or the, the girl from Spy okay. Kids. But So there's th- those are the four central characters. There's also the safari hunter man who appears along with Robin mm. Williams and the jungle. That's correct. And 
he is played by the same actor who plays Robin Williams' father, who hit him as a child, and that's how he got his cut lip. Is it the and... same person? Or is it no. just like... Okay. It's the same actor, I think. It's the movie's way of speaking to masculinity on what it means, because... So the game is somehow connected to Jungle Boy, then? Because... I don't... I don't know if it's overt. I don't think it's ever stated. I just remember learning that they were played by the same person. Well, kind of in the same way that, like, uh, in, in Wizard of Oz, right? Like the oh uh, yeah 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 people take they're played by the same actors, but they fill different roles. But like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily mean that Oz and Dorothy are like comp- cosmically connected. But when Dorothy goes there, she has an effect on Oz. In the same way, Jungle Boy goes to mm. the jungle has an effect on Jumanji, at least for that run. Hmm. Maybe that's interesting. That's an interesting take. Are there any other connections? Like, do do uh, Susan or Sarah or Jody have any um, like connections to anything that pops out of the game? No. Snake? No. Okay. So it's just Jungle Boy. Yeah, it's just Jungle Boy, and that is the only ties to the hunter man who also played his father. And so then this hunter guy presumably comes out of the game and like helps them fight off the animals or he's a bad guy oh he's the bad guy okay so he's part he's, of the he's a bad guy he's up against them because their values clash or something what? okay he's like he's Weird. like super toxic hunter man is he like clayton kind of except not as brawny well, yeah okay yeah 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 but he's he's a clayton he's a clayton clayton type He's a Clayton. What yeah. did you think of the monkeys? They shouldn't have stolen that key. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because they needed that key to get to the, the door so that they could finish the event. And when the when the monkeys broke out into that musical number, how did you feel about that? Are you gaslighting me? <laughs> I don't know, am I? <laughs> You can call me. You can call me if you think I'm lying. This isn't poker. <laughs> Although there are dice in this game. Wait, poker doesn't have dice. <laughs> um. Um. No. The okay musical number. Wait, is it like Donkey Kong? Does one of them have a guitar and starts playing the Donkey Kong I Win theme? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh no! Uh, the, mm. So Jumanji actually is a big commercial for Donkey Kong Country too. Diddy Con- Diddy's Conquest. Yes, actually, that's what it actually is. Mm-hmm, Every mm-hmm. character is actually a. They came out in the uh, same year, I'm pretty sure. So that tracks. Huh. Okay, I'm pretty sure somebody gets poisoned at some point. That's another thing that I know of. Poisoned by what? By a like a. Like, is there a vial of poison, or... I think it might be a snake. A snake. Snake poison. Near the climax of the film. Okay. Who Who is it? Who almost dies? Who does die? No one... Well, okay. So, the thing is that the climax... Basically, Susan and the kids, like, die, but... But Robin Williams' boy manages to finish the game, okay. and time is reverted back to to young 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 Robin Williams time okay. I think is how okay. it ends. So the kids ne- the younger kids never existed until way later and that's kind of weird and messed up, huh? Do they remember? Hmm, that's 
That's a weird quandary right there. Wait, so the kids are part of the game? No, they find the game in the future. Uh Uh-huh. And the game's still going on. Oh, time reverses. Okay, so they they go back to before they even open the game. Is this like a Pandora's box story? Yes, it absolutely is speaking to the dangers of messing with things you don't know especially Mm -hmm. in your attic but also overcoming those obstacles and and understanding that it's okay to feel as a man and experience emotion okay all right so that that must be something that's under underpinning a lot of his His dad called him a wuss and then punched him in the lip Mm -hmm. where did his dad work the factory the steel factory (laughs) in the seaside town (laughs) it was a factory I do recall that much. I don't. I don't recall the steel so much. Do you have another guess? Fish factory. <laughs> Fish factory, indeed. You got it. You got it in two, right? Hey, <laughs> I, I think we've reached that point where I've reached peak uncomfortable. Um. Too bad. Uh, I know. What, what was the coolest song in the movie? What was the coolest '90s beat that they? Was, oh, was welcome it like, who to the, the dogs out or something in this one? No, it was Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got it. Or was that the new one? I don't. They used it in both. It's probably the new one. They probably used it in both. Is the thing. All right. What was the one-liner? Tell me the quote. The quote that sticks out. The most memorable quote. Oh, from the, the big movie. quote. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. it's by jody and it's jumanji we're quite in a pickle now eh he does not say that you're right he doesn't say a because he's not canadian okay jumanji we're in a pickle and does he like no like just a matter of fact like Uh, like it's if if this was like Jumanji, yeah. we're in a pickle now, boys! Yeah, and then if it's like a TV show, that's where the, the, the commercial comes in, and then they come back and he says a different line, but it's the same exact thing. When is this supposed to take place then? Is like like when when are the kid when is the present day action? When are the kids finding the game? Uh so uh late nineties. The 90s. the, the okay. present day kids find it in the late nineties. And how old I is Susan? Say, um she like 40 she like 60 she like 95 no she's like in her late 30s okay one one to two decades one and a half decades lion king one and a half decades what was the coolest animal the rhino yeah good answer let's watch the movie okay (laughs) (laughs) hi welcome to the break Badvertising is a podcast on the Lunar Light Studio Network, where the hosts are ad executives and take your favorite brands and make a product that has a viral ad campaign that is sure to end in failure. It's hosted by Penny Parker, Lily Blue Lennox, and Haley Rose. It airs every other Monday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever you get your podcasts. Badvertising. Your dissatisfaction guaranteed. Oh, what's this? It's another podcast. It's called the Transquestioning Podcast. It's a show about what it means to be transgender. Every week, Sarah Zedig talks about her transition, the news, and answers questions from listeners. 
The show frequently features guests with the goal of showing that trans and non-binary people all have different stories and that there's no one right way to be trans. The podcast airs every Monday, much to Garfield's chagrin. Hopefully they have lasagna available. We're back in the real world, right? Are we? We're out of the game. It's your move. What did you think of Jumanji? I had a lot of fun with Jumanji. I think definitely you've seen this movie before. I've definitely seen this movie at least once, and a lot of it was so memorable that it stuck out with Clearly, me. I yeah. called Sarah's periwinkle cardigan. And that look! That whole it's... look! Man. And, okay, so Sarah, okay. Sarah was right. the, the older Okay, so lady. here we go. Let's start <laughs> Out of the it. the older pair of children, and but it, it, you had that as the younger child in your synopsis, but also you did have one of the children named Jody, and there was a child named Judy, so... I think I, like I said, I think that was a Spy Kids. Yeah, probably was a Spy Kids. All right, so Jumanji is a film. Well, it's... How did it's you... an adventure sci-fi fantasy. How did you feel about it? I How do you feel really... right now? I'm... I feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. I have a big grin on my face. I'm sure you can hear it. <laughs> I was satisfied with the movie. A lot of stuff came back in very satisfying ways at the end. Indeed. The conclusion. Yeah. For the, for the personal stories. Yeah. Which was very good. I don't remember that because I... As a child, you don't care about that. You care about the adventure. But the the come around for, for father-son bonding and communication. And that was good. It was a good. It was a good. It was a good one. Yeah. So And then this was a Christmas movie. Yeah. So Welcome we'll to episode that. one of Mock Footage. <laughs> it's time to sing We mi- Wish You no, Merry Welcome Christmas. to the episode where literally everything... Wait, Everything wait. in a meta way comes back. What go on? No, you're right because we also went to an alternate timeline world. Yes. Okay. So, what you don't know? All right. All right. I'm gonna actually do the plot. All of it's now. a wonderful life was a Jumanji. I'm gonna actually do the plot synopsis now. The story centers on a supernatural board game that releases jungle-based hazards upon its players with every turn they take. As a boy in 1969, nice, Alan Parrish became trapped inside the game itself while playing it with his best friend Sarah Whittle. 26 years later, in 1995, siblings Judy and Peter Shepard find the game. I didn't know their last name. Uh, And they begin playing and then unwittingly release the now-adult Alan. After tracking down Sarah, the quartet resolve to finish the game in order to reverse all of the destruction it has caused. And they do. Um, they did it. They do it, and when they go back, it's just like Ray said, which I wasn't sure if that was how it turned back or like how, how it went back or anything like that, but it is. They they go back in time to right after or right when they had opened up the game in the first place. So all like all of Alan's time in the jungle them meeting the younger kids, uh, Judy and Peter. All of Sarah's time with trauma. All, yeah, all of Sarah like going to a therapist and convincing herself that none of this was real. Like all of that is erased, except that Alan and Susan see Sarah. 
(laughs) (laughs) do still have the memory of what has gone on and they use that to like alan repairs his relationship with his father and and so on and so forth and Um, they get married they do get married and they get married and they <laughs> creepily track down the parents of of Judy yeah. and Peter there was and a become their line. friends. There was a throwaway line where uh, uh, Peter mentions that his dad was in advertising because in the in the original timeline, um, they're orphans. They they had been orphaned by a, a car wreck. Um, and Peter said that his dad was in advertising. So when they go back in time and fix everything, I guess, that, that was broken. Um, Alan hires Jim for being an advertiser. Or Jim? Is that his name? Hires his parents, who are who is, an, who is in advertising, so that they can meet the kids, and hopefully the kids will remember them, but they don't remember them. The they kids, don't, but the kids have their parents still. The kids have their parents which is, still. Which mm-hmm. is what the kids wanted. Yes. In in the in the Jumanji timeline, they missed their parents, and they mm-hmm. were going through a lot of family struggles. Yeah. So they there was a happy ending for everyone. I f- I it's... feel like there's. I, I think theory wish... crafting would be really interesting with this. I still wish that they remembered. I do a little bit. A little bit. A little part of me wishes they do, but like. I think it's better that they don't because the thing is that now Jumanji, the game does not have any, any lasting effects, which is the only way it makes sense, right? Like if, if what if somebody dies while playing though? Well, you I never mean, finish that. Here's my theory. We're getting into theory crafting already. Okay. I don't think Jumanji ever actually poses any real threats because even at the end, when uh, like the spiders were like climbing on them and stuff, like they never like got bit even though they had plenty of time to get right bit. and the turn right after that was earthquake which scared away the spiders it, right and also the quicksand was the stopped quicksand by was stopped, going back and like van pelt missed every time even though he was a dead aim it's true dead shot like i think jumanji is just made to make you feel very afraid but it's it a was moral never, it's a moral lesson it was never gonna kill them right um, and then it erases itself from the memories of everyone except who played it, and then the players hide it, and then there's this like incessant drumbeat which draws the attention of whoever is unfortunate enough to find it again. But no one's whoever ever going to believe them. it. Right. Well, maybe. maybe. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Jumanji is heard by, by those who, who think that they need something else. Hmm. When actually they just have to fix something because the 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 orphan kids heard it, but their aunt did not. That's true. And also, they only started hearing it again when they're like our parents. Right. And it got louder. I think if they said something about like they said something specific, and the drum beats got so, louder. Jumanji the game. And also is Sarah actually. And Alan also didn't want to be there. Right, when right. they were kids, they weren't happy with their. Current well, I think situation. Sarah was fine. Honestly. Well, Sarah, we didn't have enough on Sarah, but Alan definitely wanted out. Yeah, and, and he got it. He got the jungle. So, so Jumanji the game is actually an incredibly, extremely chaotic, and also good spirit. It's an angel sent by God. Whoa, whoa, whoa! To show you. <laughs> What could be? St. Jumanji. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, it's okay. If we're tracking this back to "It's a Wonderful Life," yeah, it's exactly it's how the Clarence angel. works. It's Clarence. It's the angel. And the only reason I think that we are comparing it to "It's a Wonderful Life" is because Jumanji is technically a Christmas movie in the same way that "It's a Wonderful Life" is. Jumanji is technically a Christmas movie. Last three minutes, Christmas time. For all Lang Syne plays, everyone's happy. No, they sing We Wish You a Merry Christmas. No, it was, they were singing For All Lang Syne on the piano. That was We Wish You a Merry... Were they? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go... I, I still have access. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go search. I'm gonna go figure it out. Hey, I just realized we just did a Christmas in July episode. We sure the heck did. <laughs> so it was Hark the Herald Angels Sing, which... Close enough. But it was the same scene. They were all standing around a piano, eggnog in hand, singing this old... <laughs> old Carl song. was there. Carl was there. Carl was okay. there. Okay. Carl was a bad Is cop. that your plot synopsis? Yeah, I mean, we already went through it. Like, I don't know... We, we just have to, we have to rapid fire and get through all of Carl's the Carl's a things. bad cop. Carl's a bad cop. Joe said this like six times, but it's true. It, Carl's a bad cop. Like, there's a man running around the neighborhood with a gun, shooting at somebody else, and he doesn't fire, he doesn't like, shoot this guy, he doesn't like, even try to arrest him really, and then he gets back in his car and drives away, and he doesn't tell dispatch <laughs> that there's a man with a gun walking around town. Nope. Not at all. Yeah, you, you know what's fun about Carl is that it, it's because they were in the worst timeline. Yeah, he was a cop yeah. because he he was he he was never meant to be a cop. He was supposed to be a shoe man. He was supposed to be a successful <laughs> At shoe the man. Fish factory. What did I say about the 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 shoes when they appear? You oh, said the shoe war. <laughs> when when we see the shoe factory is all torn down, you say we lost them all in the shoe war. No such. No such thing as a good war, kiddo. Yep. Yep. Carl's a bad cop. Love the main characters, all of them. Who's your favorite? Um, I have mine. Wh- who do you who do you think mine is? I mean, it better be Sarah, it's Sarah. or else. Okay, Sarah's, Sarah's so good. <laughs> Sarah is very good. Sarah is the most. Absurd, absurd yet grounded character. I, yeah, I never liked Sarah cast. growing up, but like watching this today, like her style and the things that she talks about. I tell you what, Ray, if Sarah, if Sarah was a real person today, she would be like mildly Instagram famous. Oh yeah, no, she, I would want to be her friend, but she'd be too famous. She, there's all these non sequitur lines when like like Alan's coming back into the room and she's talking to the kids about energies and auras and stuff. And... <laughs> I loved her. And, like, there's this one part where, like, this bird runs away with the game. Runs? Sure. And yep. um, Alan yells at Peter. He's like, just, uh, he's like, why didn't you grab the game, Peter? And Sarah just says, just ignore him, Peter. He's a Libra. And <laughs> it's just, it's just so, like, just part of who she is. It's so good. Uh, oh, her so look. Good. Her look is definitely going to be the, the tweet. Um, Are you going to be Sarah for Halloween? You should be Sarah for Halloween. You should be Sarah for Halloween. That's such a good idea. Absolutely no one will have any idea what's going on. Oh, I will. I will. I will. Oh, okay. So, 
All right, this movie. Also, all I see is your notes. Um, oh, my bad. So You should see my nose and the rest of my face. Go on, Ray. I'm, say I'm just something taking before it I continue to talk for the rest of time. Sorry, I was... I, I had can't. so much fun watching this movie. This movie was super fun, and I want to I wanna go a little... D- dissect a little bit about what happened and why... And why the CGI was good, and why the monkeys were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There was no monkey singing scene. Joe lied no. about that one. I, but I do remember them messing up the kitchen and always tracking it back to trash in the camp. And when the uh, monkeys were introduced and you could hear them clanging around downstairs, I was like... <laughs> and then the, the movie made a Tarzan reference. It did, yeah. It... And then it also made a Wizard of Oz yeah, there was a part where the, the monkeys were walking down the street and they said Wizard of Oz playing on a TV in an electronic store and the, all the flying monkeys are flying around and they start jumping around and they go into the store and start throwing stuff. Speaking of, remember how everything in this movie came around full circle? We're doing that right now. We talked about Scooby-Doo at the beginning of this, this is right? True. Frank Welker voices Scooby the Doo. Mm-hmm. Is in this movie, most likely as the voice of some of the animals, probably. Let's see, what does Frank Welker do in Jumanji? Um, and that was exciting. Also, New England, Joe? Yeah, New England, yeah. You did absolutely call, you said, like, the setting of this movie is basically any, um... Scooby-Doo, Witches, Ghosts, and Stephen King novel. Stephen King novel, yeah. And it absolutely was a Stephen King setting, 100%. Just a, a, a... A New England town. A quaint New England town. Jumanji. Search. How do you use IMDb? I don't know. Show by... Show by... Can I sort this by Jumanji, please? Can't you just search Jumanji Frank Welker? I did, and I'm not... It's not as easy as it might seem. Frank Welker in Jumanji. Oh, okay! It shows a picture of the monkeys. So... So he was definitely part of the monkey squad. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah. I I searched the when I clicked the link that said Frank Welker in Jumanji, um this was the link or this was the image that popped up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he specifically was monkey with gun. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of just really good stuff. I was struck. I think I, I think I enjoyed this movie more on this watch than I've ever watched it. I've ever had, enjoyed it before. I had a lot of fun with this one. I I <laughs> I love the amount of times we just yelled, just take your turn. Yeah. Just ignore all the pain and take your yeah. turn. Like sometimes sometimes it makes sense that they have to like avoid whatever threat just occurred, but most of the time, they could have just taken a turn before the threat happened. Uh, I did like at the there was a, a bit toward the end when uh, he was falling into the quicksand floor, and they keep giving him items that like are popping apart <laughs> when to, uh-huh. to grab onto, and he like pulls on it to try to stay out of the quicksand, and um, and then it pops pops apart, and he and I was like, why do they keep doing that? Why do they keep giving yeah. him stuff when when they reach for the trombone? I'm like, that's gonna like not work, and then it pops apart, and he says, stop giving me stuff that's gonna fall apart. It was very good, was really and good. during all of that, Jody, Jody, Judy's just like, I'm gonna take my turn now and save your life. Yeah, 
Thankfully. Thankfully. Although, would he have just fallen through the floor? Again, I don't think he was ever in any real danger. Because his legs were hanging. I think, the, I think, I think the, the quicksand was. would have continued to, like, be scary in, infinitely until something else happened to stop it. The lion just took a nap. Mm-hmm. So a lion came and was very scary. And then they trapped it in a room and then it just took a nap for the rest of the movie. <laughs> no danger. Mm. I don't know. I think our theory's right. Jumanji's here to teach you lessons about yourself mm-hmm. and your and your relationships. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I noticed on this watch that I think is really good, although I don't know how intentional it is, but it seems it's really good. Um, is that Alan goes to the jungle for 26 years, and before he had left, he had this big fight with his dad. and mm-hmm. about He's like, I don't want to grow up to be like you. You're cold, you're distant, and you have all these like expectations of what it means to be a man, and 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 you expect like this harsh shell, and like I, I don't want anything to do with any of that. And then he gets mm-hmm. into the jungle for 26 years, and he comes back, and then he starts inadvertently doing the same things to Peter. Uh, the little mm-hmm. boy, and he's like being kind of mean to him and telling him to act like a man and stuff like this. And at there's one point where Sarah asks him to talk to Peter because Peter is like really upset, and he starts off his speech by like being cold and hard and mean, just like his dad was, because it's all he ever knew. And mm-hmm. in that conversation, he realized what he was doing, and he actually referenced something that Peter had said earlier. Peter told him, you don't have to be afraid. And he used that. He learned from the little boy how to be a better man and a better person and used that to comfort pe- Peter in that moment. And then he used that same information at the end of the movie when he went back back in time and he talked to his dad. And by being a, a boy and being soft and telling his being honest with his dad, he was mm-hmm. able to bring that side out of his dad as well and have a good relationship with him, presumably going forward, which is well, yeah. really cool. They, he that he called his dad on Christmas and was like, "We're picking you up at the airport tomorrow. Yeah. See ya." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that, and he took over the shoe business. Yes, yeah. So it's well, and not just that he had a good relationship with his dad, but he was able to break down those same barriers that his dad had been dealing with by doing the same well, thing yeah. that Peter did for him. That was cool, if subtle. I mean, Joe, I think you're right, but I think it's more overt than that because the hunter man is played by the same actor as his father and brings up lessons and themes of what it means to be a man and how he has to be rigid and that's wrong for for Alan. This is true. So I think that's definitely a big theme in the movie Mm -hmm. and that scene with Peter and that resonating throughout is definitely intentional. Yeah, yeah. The the hunter is there to to make him feel like a child, and it's played by the same guy. And um, he takes all of these masculine like standards or ideals or whatever to the to to the logical extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very rude. He's a rude man. Now, he's very rude. I kind of want to talk about his character, the hunter, because he has this like very you know, fantastical elements about him. Like, he's very obviously part of the game and an extension of the game. Uh-huh. And he even looks kind of weird and chalky. Um, yeah. And it, I think it really works for him. I think it, like, 
it, for that character it works but i feel the opposite way about the monkeys like the monkeys are like what? also supposed to know more than monkeys do and they like know how to drive cars and stuff just to mess with people but like they're just a little they i always hate them so much i they were a nuisance but i after their first appearance they were just annoying throughout which was their entire point. All that of the, was who they were. All of the other animals just acted like animals. Like, you know, and the, the even the f- plants that aren't real, like, acted like plants and, and jungle stuff. But the monkeys, like, were malicious. and. Well, the monkeys, their line was specifically, they're going to make this tough for you. That's true. That's true. And everything else was just, there's mosquitoes now, yeah. or... Watch out, Stampede. Out. Or, there's a monsoon, but also crocodiles. <laughs> there were so many that were like, it's going to get bad. Don't be where you're at right now. And then they would be like, what do we do? We have to stay here. <laughs> it's better than outside. Hey, why don't we play this game outside where there's not vines growing inside the house? <laughs> you ever think about that? And Alan's comeback was like... I'm not afraid of this. This is what I grew up in. I'm I'm afraid of out there. And it's like, well, what Which about was... everyone else at the board, my guy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, uh, boy. Okay. But Go on. What was your favorite event? Oh, like the game event? I should have asked what you this before we got game? in the movie. Um... Oh, it's okay. I probably would have said Stampede. Weirdly, um, the it's... quicksand effect still works for me, even though it's like kind of goofy but i really love how after it stops they're like frozen in the floor and stuff like it's it's really cool Mm -hmm. how that whole ending scene like builds on itself but the quicksand i think is the yeah you're right i really enjoyed the monsoon scene yeah that was good too because everybody was wet in the water and screaming about crocodiles the whole time and it was just it reminded me a little bit of jurassic park i got a little bit of Jurassic. there's a lot of jurassic park vibes especially with the young kids um judy and peter are a lot Peter literally got crushed in a car yeah 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 it's there are a lot of parallels And the bird, the bird with the game reminded, like, when he was confronting the bird, it reminded, it just looked like the dinosaurs, like, yeah. Clever girl. Clever girl. There were a lot of, like, campy, goofy one-liners and stuff, but I think Uh my favorite, like, movie joke or through line or whatever was the car. The cop car, when... It's introduced, when Carl's introduced as the cop, oh my God. Alan jumps on the hood, and they establish that the car had been brand new. And then throughout the movie, it gets continuously trashed, but continues to run somehow. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious how nobody reacts to it. There's a moment toward the end when it's, like, almost completely destroyed. The, the driver's side door is missing. All of the windows are shattered. It's been crushed. It's been shot up. Um, and there's uh, a woman on the, like, walking down the road. And he stops next to her and he's like, is there a problem? And she doesn't react to the fact that his car is, like, completely destroyed at all. The It's it's just like, it's fine, it's fine. It's so funny. It is so funny. My, my favorite part was when Judy shot the scanner into the hunter's eyes. And what did she say? Price check! <laughs> and then the register said no sale. Oh! And they had to make that, they had to put that shot in, 
where he's getting blinded by a a, a, a price scanner and says no sale after it scans his eyes. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous scene. Oh, Even man. more than 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 Peter setting up a contraption. Yeah, in which the store didn't you know what? Which included like scuba gear, weights, and a boat, boat. and propellers somehow <laughs> propulsion. It didn't oh, bother me one bit. I no. I think that Peter is a genius. I think that I think it is canonical that Peter is some kind of like math whiz. Um, and he, like, sees the world in a different way. I, I think that's true. <laughs> he also, he also tried to drop the dice. And he's like, oh, I'm just 12 spaces away. Like, I, I think true. absolutely Peter is, he was trying. is some kind of science kid. Maybe, maybe that's more apparent in the books. I don't know. I feel compelled to read the book now. I don't. It's the thing. <laughs> okay, well, you're not a nerd. I am a nerd. I just don't read. Nerds have to read. Make... That's the rule. Jumanji says so. <laughs> I gotta play Jumanji so it can teach me to love reading. Don't tempt me. Here's the thing. No one could prove that we didn't play a game of Jumanji. <laughs> it's true. Joe and I played Jumanji and he learned to hate reading. And then the thing is, the thing is that Ray got really mad at me because we, we did it and it was harrowing and bad and scary so scary i almost died like four times and ray got poisoned it was not good <sighs> and then but then we were like putting it away and we were gonna hide it and then i heard those drum beats and you and made I... us play it again this is so much fun <laughs> oh yeah hey joe hey joe when the bookshelf was falling on me was that fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah how about how about when you were being chased by all of the monkeys? That and this one, that this, one's... there were no guns this time. <laughs> Speaking of guns, did, did you like the part where the river just appeared? Because I didn't. Because we had to cross that thing, and I had all my pants wet. <laughs> what was your favorite part of Jumanji? May, was it from the first game or the second one? It was from the second one when we be, did we did be, befriend the rhino. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't replace that experience. But she's not real. Well, she's, she's real, real to us. She's real in my heart. That's she's all that matters. She did help us escape yeah. the, the, the island, so. Yeah, also you took us to an island. Thank you, Ray, for watching Jumanji and playing Jumanji. I'm not done! <laughs> thank, thank you, Ray, for watching Jumanji and playing Jumanji twice with me. We, I played it once. You forced me to play it a second time. I was really irresponsible. I did not hide this at the bottom of the ocean or anything. I just put it into a lost and found bin at my local game store. Um, no one's going to find so, it. Well, yeah, I mean, because they're always playing music in there, huh? No one's going to find yeah. it. Yeah. Well, not, not this year, at least. What was the best line from the movie? Oh, it was... I, I mean... Wait, 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 wait. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to mock footage. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> thank you so much to Chongo for the use of Hat of Serenity off of the album Hat Shop. It's available on Bandcamp. And thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at mock footage. You can find Sarah's excellent, excellent look there and the tweet that I am going to tweet today when this episode goes live. 
And you can send us an email at mockfootage at gmail.com. You know, whatever. You can find us. You can say, hey, let us know what you think. Let it. Let us know what your favorite Jumanji event was. Yeah. It doesn't. It didn't have to happen in the movie. It was when maybe when you played it. Tell me about one of the cool Jumanji events that, yeah, that you played through or one of the ones that was in the book that I'll, that I won't read. Because John learned to hate reading. I, I, I don't hate reading. I just, okay. I'm not, I, I can't read, right? Okay. I can't read. Okay. Well, this is a different podcast now. <laughs> Remember how bo- every time we, both times we played Jumanji, you had to read the, the, yeah, I thought you were just being stubborn. I'm always stubborn. And you know what? Playing Jumanji twice, neither neither time uh, taught me to be any less stubborn. So I think that that's not a lesson I need to learn. That's, that's probably why we played it twice, because you didn't learn your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? You ever think about that, sweetie? Sunny Jim. Oh, you know what I just realized? We're basically gonna play Jumanji again when we do Zathura next time. So that's uh, fine. Anyway. You're gonna make me watch Zathura and then play Zathura three times. We're never playing Zathura. That one's scary. What was the best mi- line from this movie? What was the best line from this movie? And it wasn't Harvest well, Time. No, it wasn't. Harvest, that was too campy. It was, it was just too campy. <laughs> Honestly, it was, don't listen to him, Peter. He's a Libra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was. was, The dice dice is in your hands. Roll snake, snake eyes and get some bake eyes. What if I opened my eyes and there was, like, marijuana leaves? (laughs) We're done! Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.